Beautiful soul, have you ever wanted to speak to angels? Do you believe angels can support you in your daily life? If this is you, go to my website homepage, theangelmedium.com and sign up for my weekly angel message email. As a gift for signing up, I'm giving you access to free resources, including 31 healing meditations that, if you do daily, are going to help you hear your angels and your own intuition more clearly. Start using these today and you'll see changes in 31 days. Now, take a deep breath. Feel the presence of your angels as they fill you with love, joy, peace, bliss, and ease. And remember, your angels say the messages that resonate with you in today's episode are meant just for you. Hello, beautiful souls. Welcome back to the Angels and Awakening podcast. I'm your host and author, Julie Jancis. And friends, I have my own angel stories to share with you today. Um, Something that just happened. If you follow me over on social media, um, you probably saw it, but you probably don't know the full uh, story behind it. And so I wanted to share that with you today because um, my grandma passed away. Uh, grandma who was like a mother to me. I lived with her at various times throughout my life. And um, it has been a tremendous amount of grief and just my body feeling completely different. My mind completely feeling different. You know, when you're under those, those huge waves of grief. But What was really, really fascinating is just how many signs my grandma brought through and the progression in which she brought them through and how I asked for some signs but didn't ask for others. Um, So I'm really excited to share this entire story with you today. A couple weeks ago on a Thursday, I was doing a podcast interview and typically when i do an interview i prepare for that interview there are times though when spirit comes in and is like there are specific questions julie that we need to ask this person go in this direction with it there are also times when i'm doing an interview where spirit says do not prep for this interview talk about what's on your heart in the moment because it's going to tie directly in and spirit knows right like we are so bound by time here in this place and we are so linear in our thinking but spirit isn't spirit sees what's coming spirit knows what's coming a hundred years from now, you know, a thousand years from now, they know what's coming next month, next week, tomorrow. And so what I have learned throughout the years is when they tell me to do something, I do it. I listen to that as best I can throughout my life, right? So with this interview, they told me not to prepare that I had stuff on my heart and I just needed to talk about that. And that was Monday's interview that we just put up. So you can go back and listen to it. It was just this past Monday. And I go into my little podcast studio that I'm in right now. 
and I have these brand new lights in here that have never flickered, you know, before, shouldn't flicker for a long time. They should be really good and have not flickered since this interview. But if you go and you watch it on YouTube, you'll notice that the lights change. And I even had to just turn the lights off, I think, at one point because they were flickering so much. And in this podcast interview, I was just guided by spirit to talk about what was on my heart. And we got to a place where we were talking about the inner child and ancestral trauma and how these inner child wounds are passed on from generation to generation to generation. And since having this conversation, somebody said something to me and I was like, wait, no, you're like taking that the complete wrong way. And, and they're not a spiritual person. Um, but this person was like, kind of talking about how they didn't understand the inner child dynamics and i had to explain that a human can be 44 years old 59 years old 82 years old and still have hurts from the past that cause them to act in a certain way in the present moment and I don't care who you are. I don't care if you're the Pope. I don't care if you're the Dalai Lama. I don't care if you're the king or queen. I don't care if you're a president or CEO. Nothing on this earth stops you from being a human being and what the human being experience is in this world. And what that is, is going inward into yourself. I'm going to bring this up a lot on the podcast because I love it so much. Um, if you've ever seen a labyrinth, right, it's like normally in a circle and it's almost like a bit of a maze that you just kind of walk this labyrinth and you can run into dead ends and and you move through this maze. Well, I heard somebody say recently that your life is like a labyrinth but a cone shaped labyrinth so think of an ice cream cone and this labyrinth that you're walking that is your life goes deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper and only you know which way to turn within your labyrinth only you know which direction to go by following your own intuition your own alignment your own flow your own vibration and and that is what life is and your spiritual journey you could think about it that way or you could think about it when people talk about the onion right and the onion layers how you're constantly peeling back these layers of who you are and you're going deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper into yourself and what i'm trying to say here is it doesn't matter if you're 18 24 55, 62, 100 years old. If you are a human being here on earth, you are still an onion and you are still peeling back different layers of yourself. And yes, you can get to these places where you feel to yourself, oh wow, I have done so much work on my inner child. I have done so much work on my ancestral trauma. 
and yet you can get to a place in your life where a piece comes up again or a new piece of information surfaces. So I was in this podcast interview and what came up, this healer that I was talking with in this interview goes, Julie, it was a really profound moment. She goes, Julie, you're on a journey of healing your grandma's 12 year old self. And I feel that in so many ways, a lot when it comes to her physical body and the diabetes journey that she went on and walking kind of in her same shoes and really wanting to break the cycle within my life and help heal that 12 year old version of my grandma that she carried with her her whole life in many different ways and so that's what i meant by all of that and i was just so sad devastated that my grandma was gone and at the same time, so celebrating her life and her continued life on the other side through the signs that she was showing me. So when I was just, I, I was in this interview, which I, you know the show, we've had over 400 and some episodes. I haven't talked about my grandma, maybe in more than three of them. So for this episode to all kind of root in to her life and, and the lights are flickering the entire time, I'm like what is going on with the electricity in my house right now? What is going on with these lights? And then to hang up from this interview and get this call right after was my grandma showing me that she was still here, that she was coming through the people that I work with, um, the interviews that I'm gonna be having, the electricity, she was bringing through all the different signs and i have learned through this process and i'm going to talk about this continually through the podcast is that part of losing her and getting these signs and these next two that i'm going to share with you are just like i am still in shock um i've told a couple of girlfriends and you know we were together for a couple hours and they just couldn't get over it they were like i can't believe this your grandma brought this in i can't believe this when we lose someone and they pass they transition over to the other side and we're not physically able to talk to them in person here we're not able to touch their body and wrap our arms around them and give them the hugest hug it does bring comfort and peace and hope and a new relationship that is to be celebrated when we get those signs from the other side. And so for her to bring the signs through before I even knew she had passed was something that I wanted to celebrate, to celebrate my relationship with her, to celebrate her life, and to celebrate her new life on the other side. Um, one of the things that we talked about in Monday's interview, the one that I did right before I knew my grandma had passed, was that 
my grandma lost her mom at a very young age. And this was at a time when she had an outhouse, right? Like she lived in um, Indiana growing up. She had an outhouse. She had to walk miles to school. She used to tell us all these stories. And losing her mom at 12 years old and not really being able to process that grief instead having to take care of all of her older brothers her dad by making sure and stepping up as the mom at 12 and making sure that all of the clothes were laundered making sure that there was dinner on the table um, and taking over in that capacity when i tuned into her energy on the other side I first saw her reconnect with my grandfather. And right after that, I saw her with her mom on the other side and how much she was going to get to spend time with her mom, making up for lost time, healing herself. And I could feel how as she healed with her mom on the other side, that that healing was going to be passed down to the generations and the, the lineage that's still here on earth living. And I felt so incredibly just joyous and happy for my grandmother that she was going to have this eon and eon amount of time with her mom that I know that she always would have wanted here and feel that support and that love and that physical touch and that hug and that gentleness and nurturing from her mom over there so i'm just kind of telling this story in sequential order of how my grandmother passed but that night after hearing that i had you know, that she had passed and talking to a bunch of family members. Um, I went to bed and I fell asleep very easily, but then I woke up at 3.33 with all of these different downloads of information that she was bringing through. And I've been trying to write all of them down because the things that she has been bringing through and showing me about how the other side works and how we have to incorporate parts of heaven and bring heaven to earth have just blown me away. And that I'm going to say for another podcast episode, but I wanted to bring it up here because spirit said, you need to know that sometimes when someone that you're very close to passes, they can start to bring through those downloads. And if you don't know what I mean by downloads, um, when you go through your energy healing training or mediumship training, or you come through the angel Reiki school and you get everything all at once, um, all your trainings all at once in one program. Oftentimes students will say, oh my goodness, I'm feeling like I'm dreaming a lot more vividly at night. I feel like um, maybe you have a little bit of headaches, not hard headaches, but like soft headaches coming through. There are different signs that come in when you're in your training that are all of these different downloads that you are getting as a healer. And I thought it was wildly fascinating that the very first night 
that I know that my grandma has passed, all of these downloads start to come through. I just think it's a wild observation. So to continue on with the sign story, I asked my uncle if I could come down to Florida because he lives near her. And um, I just wanted to go to her home one more time after talking to so many grief experts on this podcast and interviewing them. I knew that given that my grandma was like a second mom to me, my brain needed to register going to her home and that she wasn't there. My brain needed that so that as I process and move through grief, that I am able to kind of recall that and my mind can work through that grief in a different way um, where I, I haven't always had that in my life, you know, knowing that not finding out that my dad passed away until an entire month after he was gone that was really hard to comprehend so i asked to be able to go down there and then the other thing is i just wanted to walk into her closet and bury my nose in all of her sweatshirts and just smell her smell and for some reason smell for me has always been so connected in grief when I smell that smell, her smell, just all of these memories come rushing back. And, you know, when I lived with her, different periods in my life, I lived with her my first year of life when my dad was in FAA training. I lived with her for, I think, a little over a year when my parents got divorced. And then we were always over at her house when I was in, um, you know, late middle school, high school, we would have these incredible conversations. I can imagine, I can remember um, going into her bedroom when I would live with her in uh, the northern suburbs of Illinois and going into her bed at, before bed at sitting on the edge of her bed, talking to her and having these in-depth conversations or sitting with her at her kitchen table and having these incredible conversations and then i lived with her for a time in high school no sorry uh college when i did an internship down in florida and would just have these amazing conversations with her sometimes in the pool um she had a pool down in florida and I always felt that when she passed, like my dad, she'd be at the forefront of my spirit team because my grandma was just such a force, incredible, incredible force, will, determination within her to create the life that she wanted to create here. Um, you know, she grew up very very poor would talk about the holes that she had in her shoes as she walked to school would talk about um, how cold it was to walk to school and and just the fact that they didn't have very many bedrooms um and she went on from there to enter into the army as a female you know way back in the day um in order to get out because she knew that the only way that she was going to get out of the life that she was living 
was to go on this journey of enrolling in the army. And so she enrolled in the army, went over to Germany, met my grandfather, got married. And when she got pregnant, she was sent back to Chicago to live with his family. Um, you know, he didn't get to come back and introduce her to her new in-laws. <laughs> it was just kind of, here you go. Here you got a daughter-in-law now who's pregnant, who's going to live at your home and, and raise this child. And they went on to build this beautiful life living in Elmhurst, Illinois for a long time. And then um, buying another house. And they had great friends that they would travel around to to different Super Bowl games and um, have card nights and just really had a very social life to the point where they met different people, neighbors, friends, and they ended up getting a lake house with another couple. And the, then another couple was like, hey, we've got this back in the 19 early 1980s hey there's this property down on marco island in florida hasn't been developed at all um they're looking for people to buy condos down there they were one of the first people to buy on marco island and growing up i didn't know her earlier story i just saw my grandparents who had this amazing marriage were very very strong together my grandma was just fiercely strong and they had so much fun they brought our entire family together for these um holidays and my family lived all over the united states but it was so much fun to go back and reconnect and my grandparents made that happen them having the lake house them having you know a place down in florida them bringing everybody together in different ways and different forms was just it made for the most joyous childhood memories and i started to dream a lot because of my grandma and my grandfather and this life that they had built together. And I remember thinking to myself, you know, I want a life like this. I want a life where I have this incredible relationship with a partner who loves me unconditionally and i want to bring my family together and i want to have these great friendships and just the connectedness i started to dream about having that life as an adult and having these great connections and relationships and friendships and bringing people together and so I'm so incredibly grateful for my grandparents for giving me that. And I wanted to say that today because as I go through sessions with people, a lot of times there, sometimes there can be this energy when I'm working with grandparents in a session where their energy kind of says, they don't know what their purpose is, or they don't know how to bring everybody together. Or they don't really even see bringing people together as 
something of significance or something of importance, but it's hugely, vastly important. And it gives people these memories that they hold on to more than any physical possession throughout your entire life. And so if you are a mom or a dad or a grandpa or a grandma or a great grandma or grandpa, and you have these opportunities, even an aunt or an uncle, and you have these opportunities to bring people together. Wow, the magnitude of that is just huge, right? It's just incredible. And it's very, very valuable and it's very beneficial. And you're teaching other people how to continue that legacy, right? So I kind of digress from my story. I wanted to go down and see my grandma put my head into her sweaters just to remember all of the smells and something that happens for me when I smell all of those smells it's almost like a movie montage where you see all of these little clips of your life just really fast in a minute when I smell my grandma's smell I or, or my dad's, right? I have a sweatshirt of my dad's and a Ziploc bag in my closet. I have a, now I have one of my grandmother's sweatshirts and a Ziploc bag in my closet. Sometimes I just go in there and I open them up and I just smell and I feel like I remember all these flash of memories one after another so quickly. And it helps me. It helps me move through moments and waves of grief when they come because we can never anticipate when those waves of grief are going to come. So here's the fun part about this angel story and the signs. I am in an Uber early one morning on the way to fly down to my grandmother's house and the uber the uber does not go the way that i'm expecting and i'm like ah you know it's you know 4 35 something i forget in the morning and i'm like oh gosh you missed um you missed the road and i just said are you taking a different way and he said yeah i'm gonna go down over here to the street and cut over instead of taking the highway and i was like oh okay so i had never gone that way and we're going down this street and we're passing all of these casino signs, all of these like kind of gambling. I'm not a gambler, so I, I don't know really, really how to describe it, but it's like all these things talking about jackpots and gambling. And my grandma in her later years loved, loved, loved more than anything going to the casino. And she's got some really funny stories there. When my grandfather passed away, she um, went to the casino and just won a bigger jackpot. I don't even know if that's what you call it. <laughs> um, and I have this other story from my memory when I was working at a university and writing stories about alumni for the alumni news, news magazine that would go out. And there's this gentleman who was a taxi driver, I believe in Washington, DC. And he told me about how he had this dream. And I wanna say he had it from another person on the other side come through and say, these are the numbers to play in the lotto. So he would just play those numbers. He wouldn't get the random numbers. He would just play the ones that came through in the dream. And he won 
way back in the day, huge, huge jackpot. And he went back over to a country that he had immigrated to the United States from and completely rebuilt this town and rebuilt the community to help and serve over in his former town, which I just thought was incredible. And having done so many of these angel stories, I know that there are times where loved ones, I don't know how they do it, from heaven come through and they'll bring these windfalls. Um, I am not condoning just going to the casino and playing, you know, like right after your your person passes away, because right, the casino always wins, the house always wins. But I just think it it's funny. So I'm going down this random street in this Uber, and I'm seeing all of those. And I'm like, joking with my grandma talking to her I'm like are you gonna have somebody in the family you know like win a huge jackpot and i think that's one of the times where it was the biggest jackpot it had ever been in the lottery and um i'm just talking to her back and forth and i was like grandma wow i just you know wish that you could be here i wish that i could have one more conversation with you and so we get to midway airport and this guy is having a hard time like pulling over because it is so crowded this early in the morning. And so I'm not a backseat driver. I'm just waiting until he finds like the right opening, you know, to pull in behind somebody and drop me off. But the car that we pull behind eventually, I notice immediately the license plate says Grammy D. G-R-A-M-Y, Grammy D, the letter D. And my grandma was Grandma Donna. So I'm like, oh my goodness. I take my phone and I'm taking pictures of it. I'm like, she couldn't come through with a clearer sign. Had she just sent me a license plate that said Grandma, I would have been perfectly happy with that. And she just said, no, you wouldn't. Um, and if she had just had like a, a license plate, you know, or, or a bumper sticker on the back of the car that said grandma, I would have been okay with that. But she had a license plate sign that came through that said Grammy D and she was Grandma Donna. So I was freaking out and I sent that text, um, you know, picture to my husband and my daughter and their faces when they got it. It's like their their chin was on the floor because they've always heard me talk about signs. But that is unmistakable. Like that is undeniable that Grammy D and she was Grandma Donna. So I am just so thrilled, so ecstatic. And we go down to Florida and um, I get to go into her closet. I get to see that she's not there um i get to find out that how she passed there was no pain um that she didn't suffer and and it was intense though that that emotion of grief is just so overwhelming and um and so i had several times where i just couldn't stop crying and um moving through the grief process and i got to a point where 
I was ready to come back home. There were a couple of things that happened. I was ready to come back to Chicago and I heard jump on an earlier flight. So I booked that earlier flight and I told my grandma, I need you now. Like I, I am hurting so incredibly bad. Um, hurting so bad that my heart physically hurt and heart attacks run on both sides of the family and both my grandmas. Um, and I've worked with enough people to know that you just have to really take care of yourself when you're going through the grief process because the trauma there is trauma you know that your body is taking on in those moments and it physically hurts at times um to move through that grief so i hopped on an earlier flight and i said grandma i need you now you know like i i I don't know how, I don't know how you're going to send a bigger sign than Grammy D on a license plate, but I need another sign and I need it to be bigger. <laughs> I just, I need, I need you to help lift this hurt off of my heart. And so I get into the airport and I heard you're hungry. Go sit down at that restaurant, go have a little bite to eat, then go through security and go to your gate. So I'm like, okay, I'm following. Went to the restaurant, had a little bite to eat, went through security, and I'm going into a gift shop to get a bottle of water because I had forgotten to bring my water bottle. And I get into this gift shop and I'm walking past this woman and her hair's up, you know, in a you know, kind of pulled up with a clip and she's got glasses on, but I recognized her immediately. And I go in my head, I know her. Where do I know her from? So, you know, when like you're thinking for 10 seconds or 30 seconds, but they're like the longest 30 seconds of your life. I'm like, who is that? Who is that? Who is that? And I'm like, grandma, help me. Who is that? And I heard Laura Lynn Jackson. That is Laura Lynn Jackson. And for those of you who don't know who Laura Lynn Jackson is, she is the woman who actually wrote the book Signs. She wrote the book on how to send people signs and how to get signs from the other, um, well, how to get signs from the other side. If you ask for general signs, specific signs. And she's literally like the sign lady, right? So I'm thinking to myself, my, my jaw is on the floor like, oh my freaking goodness, my grandma just sent me the author of the book, Signs, Laurel Lynn Jackson. So I'm like, I don't know how I'm going to do this, but I'm going to go over and talk to her. So I go over and I, I'm like, excuse me. And she's so sweet. She's like, yeah. And I said, are you Laura? And she said, yeah, I am. And I'm like, the Laura who wrote the book Signs? Now, meanwhile, this woman I know is from New York. She is not from Florida, where I am. We are in a Floridian airport. So I'm like, the Laura? Lynn Jackson, who wrote the book Signs, and she's like, yeah, that's me. And 
I'm like, you don't understand. Like, I am here honoring the life of my grandmother and, you know, saying goodbye to her home one more time. And I just got this, you know, license plate sign and I have this podcast and I've been trying to have you on for four years. And now her, like I, I take out my phone and I show her the license plate picture. And I'm like, you don't know what this means to me. My grandma sent me you as a sign. <laughs> And, and so we chatted for a few minutes and um, she was so sweet and just so gracious to me. And um, she said, you know, I'd love to be on your podcast. Here's the person you can email on my team. And so I've been in co like communication with them. She's going to come on the show. But I was just so incredibly in shock from this sign that my grandma sent me because I literally said, grandma, I don't know how you are going to send me something bigger than you sent before. Um, but I need you to send me a bigger sign. Like my, my heart is just hurting so bad. And then to get Laura Lynn Jackson, the author of the book Signs, like I could not even fathom what was happening. I thought I was in a dream or something. And what Spirit said to tell everybody here is that they, you know, my angels just said, Julie, but you listened. And I said, well, what do you want to say? And they said, when we told you to hop on an earlier flight, you listened and you hopped on that earlier flight and because you hopped on that earlier flight we were able to set up everything where it was allowed to align where you could meet laura lynn and and that's what people need to hear and need to understand so that's the message for you is that they can only bring through signs as we're listening and looking and paying attention and tuning in to our own intuition, our own inner wisdom, our own inner GPS, right? And so that's the message for today. Listen, tune into your own energy. And you don't have to make yourself crazy about things like, should I book an earlier flight? Should I? I, I don't know. If you're hearing it, it's just a soft, gentle whisper that's there and it doesn't leave you alone. But this is why it's so important for us to learn how to develop our intuition, how to hear our intuition, how to allow our lives to be guided by our own intuition because that is the only way that God, universe, source, your angels, your loved ones on the other side, your spirit team, your guides, it's the only way, even your pets, that those loving beings from the other side can come through into your life and guide you. You have to, with your own free will, open yourself up and say, yes, I allow you to guide me, I allow you to protect and show me the way within my life, lead me. We can only be led if we're tuning into our own body's vibration, our own inner wisdom, that intuition. And so that is why it's so incredibly important to develop 
that intuition for yourself in your own life. Doesn't matter whether or not you want to be a healer. Doesn't matter whether or not you want to do this work for a living. All of us have an intuition. It is your soul's voice. And if you allow it to guide you, it will. Everybody can get signs and divine timing. And that's the other thing I was open to not getting a sign that day. Maybe that sign needed to come in in two weeks or two months. I didn't, I had surrendered that. I had accepted that when the sign was going to come through, it was going to come through at the divine right moment in time. And that's another part to this. You use your intuition, you surrender and accept divine timing. And that allows you to be guided and led in a way where life does feel different. You still feel all of the emotions throughout life, but you feel this underlying thread, this foundation of peace, of ease, of joy that you are constantly protected, surrounded, guided, loved, nurtured by your spirit team on the other side. And that there's nothing that you do or you go through in life that they don't know about. They're there supporting you every single step of the way. And so those are my angel stories. Grammy D came through with flickering lights, a Grammy D license plate, talking through um, that interview of another you know, guest coming on the podcast and the messages that she had, um, and through bringing Laurel Lynn Jackson, the author of the book Signs, to me. I could never have fathomed that in my entire life. It was just an incredibly joyous moment that I use to celebrate the life of my grandma and the life that she's continuing to live on the other side because she's not gone for forever. She's just transitioned to another place and it's beautiful. And I am learning through everything I've known how to work with her because just like my dad this is another thing that comes through a lot um, for healers is that oftentimes there will be people on your spirit team who are bridges and what a bridge does is help you in your work here on earth so when you go to the other side there's do um i don't want to call it duality just like god is omnipresent your soul is omnipresent and that you can be doing many things all at once you can be everywhere all at once if you want to be so a part of my grandma's soul can be with her mother and really reconnecting with her on the deepest level and a part of my grandma's soul can be with my grandfather and getting to make up for lost time with him and just and just be with him. A part of her soul on the other side can be with the higher selves of the entire family, whether they're on the other side or they're still living here on earth. A part of her soul can be on everybody's spirit team um, of the family. A part of her soul can be on her friend's spirit teams. And when you have a healer, sometimes there's a bridge 
not even a healer, right? A healer can be in any line of work here on earth. So there can be somebody on your spirit team who's there for a purpose. And my dad has always been a bridge on my spirit team where he is here he helped to start this podcast. He helped to start my business. He's helping to get messages out to everybody here by working with me. You know, he's doing what he can from the other side. I'm doing what I can here. We're working together. And in the same way, my grandmother is a, another bridge for me now from the other side. She's working to show me the things that she needs to show me from the other side and how things work and messages that I need to bring through here. And I'm doing my part and taking action here on earth. And so we're working as a team. And, and this can be anybody, right? Like if you you think to yourself, oh, wow, my grandfather, my mother, my dad, or whoever, my cousin on the other side is working through me, is a bridge. It's a role that they're helping with a specific piece. I think it was the day that my grandma passed, I felt called late at night to just kind of put up uh, um, Instagram. I don't know. I was like an Instagram live or something. And I said, I know she's going to help me bring in the right interviews <laughs> for the podcast. Like I know she's going to be helping me from the other side. And for her to bring in Laura Lynn Jackson, who we have been trying to get onto the podcast for four years and um, have me run into her at the airport is just mind-blowing right because I had just called that a couple days earlier and then she did it um, but that is her being a bridge she is helping from the other side doing her part I'm doing my part here we're working as a team so that's just another way to see your your people on your team on your spirit team how they're helping you how you're working with them and it increases your connection with them and allows them to come in to you even more when you know that that's their role and why they're working with you. So I love you, everybody. Thank you so much for being here with me. Please share your angel stories with us. Go over to theangelmedium.com and submit your angel stories. We'd love to have you on the show. All my love friends, have a beautiful, blessed day. Beautiful soul, thank you so much for joining me today. My name's Julie. You know I'm all about connecting you with messages from your angels and loved ones on the other side. If you've been listening today and you're super excited and just have to know which angels are around you right now, who's connecting with you, and what messages they have for you, go to theangelmedium.com. Register for a session. You can do a reading with me or a member of my team. We're all incredible. We all talk to angels daily, and we can help you in making sure that your angels are doing the very best they can to support you and guide you to your best life. If this sounds like you, virtual sessions, they're only offered on my website. Sign up today.
And if you're the person who's really excited, you're ready to go all in developing all of your unique spiritual gifts, growing your intuition, starting your own healing business, you can sign up for my Angel Reiki School to become a certified angel messenger. That's for the healers among us who feel called to grow their intuition to the max and serve humanity with their gifts. You'll learn Reiki, mediumship, how to deliver angel messages, and how to get clients. That's the Angel Reiki School at theangelmedium.com or DM me on Instagram at angelpodcast with any questions. Before you go, connect with your angels by placing your hands on your heart. Take a deep breath. Imagine a doorway filled with God's unconditional love is right in front of you. Step into that love and feel it as it fills your body, chakras, and auric field. Now ask your angels, what would you have me know today? And open yourself to the positive, loving messages they have just for you.